So have you ever pondered why of all the titles and everything that your partner qualifies to be called, you still choose to call them babe, you still choose to call them baby in a relationship? Welcome back, dear listeners, to another episode of J.E.S. Mike, the podcast that brings you insights and inspiration for personal growth, a stronger relationship, and a better society. I'm your host, John Ewu, and today... We're delving into a very light but crucial topic in a relationship, infantilizing your partner in a relationship, calling them baby, calling them babe, looking at them as your baby. So sit back because the mic is going to bring to you some revelations and insights that you've never known. And hey, it's Christmas, so we're celebrating that Christmas in this regalia that you see right here. Now, let's move in to discussing three key reasons why couples will find themselves calling each other babe, baby, even when they don't know why they do that. Now, the term babe or baby as used is known for an, a human person who is a kid, who is a child. We know that we, we call our infants baby. And it was not until the 17th century when this terminology was first used to refer to an adult and somebody who is, of course, in a romantic relationship. But I don't want to go into that history. I don't want to go into such deep history. This is not a history class. But there are three main reasons why babe and baby is being used today. You'll find a king. You'll find a doctor. You'll find a president. You'll find a commander. You'll find a captain, a general. When they get home, their spouse refers to them as baby. So let's find out why that happens. Babies are supposed to be very fragile. Babies are supposed to be very innocent. Babies are supposed to be very dependent. Babies are very vulnerable. Which is why whenever you see a baby, you feel touched directly. Whenever an adult sees a little baby, the first thing they want to do, they want to touch. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, she's so pretty. And that is exactly what babies do to us when we see them, when we look at them. That is why we can't even stand the cry of a baby. Everybody is on high alert when you hear a baby crying, even the most hardened criminal. When they hear the cry of the baby, something in them shakes. Because you are thinking of the vulnerabilities, the helplessness that surrounds a baby. And the very, very first instinct as an adult is to reach out and lend your support and lend a hand to rescue, to help, to say how pretty the baby looks and to feel soft about that. This is exactly what is intended when we call our spouses babe and baby. The intention is for us 
to have that image, that babyish image of our partner so that we can be able to love them tenderly. We can be able to reach out to them, to their needs tenderly. We can be able to protect them. We can be able to forgive them. When a baby poops on you, you don't get mad at them and beat them up. You smile. But that's a poop right there. What you do, you clean it and you give the baby a hug or a kiss. And that is what we do when we see a baby. This is what is intended when we call our spouses, our partners, babies. We intend to have a forgiving heart with them. So let's break it down. The first aspect is love. When you call your partner, babe, when you call them baby, it's a reflection that you want to love them in the way that you would love a baby. You would want to love them unconditionally. You will want to give them an affection that has no boundary. You want to love them for who they are. You want to love them when they are crying. You want to love them when they are smiling, which means in good times and in bad times, you want to express that love to your partner. And so you call them baby. Love in a relationship, in a couple, in a marriage should be unconditional. It should be love that has no exceptions. It should be love that is not based on a give and take. And so when you call your partner babe in a relationship, when you call them baby in a relationship, this is exactly the intention. Sometimes it comes it just comes naturally. You start calling somebody babe. You start calling them baby. You don't actually get to a point where you decide, okay, from now on, we have to call each other babe. We have to call each other baby. No, actually, if it gets to the point where you are choosing and making decisions or somebody is forcing you to call them babe or call them baby, there is a problem. But otherwise, when two people meet and they find intimacy in each other, they find consolation in each other. It breeds out that love which prompts each of them to start referring to the other person as babe. And so even if you are the commander-in-chief, even if you are the captain, even if you are a general, even if you are the principal, the CEO, when you get into the house, your partner looks at you and says, babe, what are we doing today? Your partner wants to see the babyish tenderness in you and that is what keeps your relationship alive that is what softens your relationship and gives you an opportunity to rely on each other for that love to feed each other with that unconditional love so when you call your partner baby i want you to think about that is the love you are reflecting unconditional the next thing is protection when you are in a relationship with your partner and you call them babe, you should be prompted to offer protection to your partner. And we're not just talking about physical protection here. We're talking about emotional protection. We're talking about social protection. We're talking about decision making. You must be able to make decisions that protect them from harm. Because when you have a baby, 
You want to protect them from every little thing. Just think about it. You have a little baby in the house. You would not want even stains, even the, even the slightest dirt to come around that baby, especially when they're newborn. You would not want anything that will cause discomfort because you want to protect them. You want to hold them in a certain way. You, sometimes you even feel like they are feeling pain in the way that you carry them. Because you want to protect them. There is a willing desire, a burning desire to protect that baby. So when you call your spouse babe, you should reflect the same desire to protect them. You should be able to reflect that desire to protect them physically. You should be able to reflect that desire to protect them emotionally. You should be able to reflect the desire to protect them socially. In the decisions that you make as a couple, are they protected? Do you offer them that protection? Are you able to provide for them in times of need? Are you able to stand there for them to trust in you that you will protect them? I'll tell you a story. A man put the son on the table and told the son to fall back that the father will, he will catch the son as the father. So the son stands on that table and the first time the boy fell back, the father caught him. The second time the boy fell back, the father caught him again. And the father said, do it the third time. The third time the boy was falling down, the man did not catch the boy. And then he told the boy, I want to teach you a lesson. Never trust in humans for protection. Never trust people to protect you. Now, this is reversing the natural tendencies in us. We are built to trust people. We are built naturally to trust each other for our protection. We are built naturally to protect each other, to take care of each other, to be your brother's keeper, to be your sister's keeper. But when you get to a position, to a point where even parents are teaching their children the other way around, then there is something seriously wrong with the society. We should not be teaching our kids that they cannot rely on any person for protection. Unfortunately, a lot of us have experienced circumstances where we can no longer trust people. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people have demonstrated that in this world, you should not trust anybody. But I'll tell you, for you to have a successful relationship, you must build trust as a foundation. And you cannot have trust built in your relationship if you don't believe that you are protected. You can only rely on somebody for protection if you trust them. So your babies rely on you. Your kids, your little child relies on you for every protection. They trust you. Even when you don't know what they will eat, they know they will eat something. Even if you don't know where you'll get where you will get something to provide for them, they believe in you. They trust in you that you are here for them. You are here to protect them. When we call our spouses babe, when we call them baby, we should be able to let them trust us. We should be able to let them know that we are here to protect them and this must be reciprocal this must be mutual 
This is something that must come from both partners. When you pronounce babe, whether it's a man calling their lady babe or whether it's the lady calling their man babe, you should be able to have that at the back of your mind. Am I able to protect this person in a social gathering? Am I able to protect him in the decisions that I make? Am I able to protect him emotionally? Am I able to protect him physically? And likewise for the man, when you call your lady babe, you should have that at the back of your mind. The willingness, the ability to protect them physically, emotionally, socially, and in the decisions that you make. When you do that, the term babe that you refer to your partner becomes a solid ground to building a stronger relationship. When you have that unconditional love in your partner, when you have trust in your partner, it breeds in what we call empathy and compassion. Empathy and compassion. It makes you to be able to get into their shoes. When your baby is crying profusely, the immediate thing you want to do is to think, why are they crying? Could there be something wrong? Is there something hurting them? You know, you, you're trying to get into their shoes. You're trying to get to the bottom, to the reason why they do things. When you are in love with your partner, when you call them baby, you want to reflect that babyish tendency. You want to find out why they do things the way they do them. You don't want to always chastise them. You don't want to always reprimand them. You don't want to always blame them. You don't want to always accuse them. You don't want to always insult them. You don't want to always make them feel worthless. But you want to look at the reasons behind every action. The reasons behind every behavior. And when you do that, it leads you gradually to the next part, which is forgiveness. Forgiveness in a relationship is very fundamental. There is no human being without faults. As humans, we all have mistakes. We all have our good points and we all have our bad points. We all have the good side, we all have the negative sides. We have our strengths, we have our weaknesses. And so the element of forgiveness becomes very profound in a relationship. Think of the way you will treat your baby when they repeatedly do a wrong thing, when they repeatedly do something you've asked them not to do. As tender as they are in their first months, in their second months, in their third months of existence with you in the house, you want to always make sure you are understanding that it is your responsibility to take the heat at every moment, when they wake up at night screaming at the top of their voice, you want to tell them, shh, don't cry. It's late at night. The following day, you are sure that you will do the same thing. The next day, you are sure that you will do the same thing. The baby is tender. The baby is helpless. The baby is vulnerable. And so you constantly forgive your baby. You constantly forgive your, 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 your infant. Because you know for sure 
that they are not in the place where they can think for themselves right. And I'm not saying here that couples should begin to tolerate any kinds of negative and frustrating behaviors from their spouse. You can look at the other episodes that uh, we have covered so far. We've talked about some of these things, red flags. Do not ignore red flags. Have a conversation. But today I want to talk about the element of forgiveness. Forgiveness is profound. All of us have our strengths and our weaknesses. All of us have our positives and our negatives. All of us have our goods and our, our bads. So when you go into a relationship with somebody, you're not going into a relationship for one side. You're not going into the relationship for only the goods. You're going into that relationship embracing the good, embracing the bad, embracing the strength, embracing the weakness. And that is why forgiveness is key. The very first part of it is for your own self. Forgiveness helps you, the one who forgives more than the one who is being forgiven. And so if you forgive somebody, it brings relief to you. It makes you look at situations differently. It makes you reflect about situations differently. As you're listening to me right now, I want you to think about something that you find very difficult to forgive your partner about. I want you to be reflecting on it as you're listening to this podcast. Think about it. What is that one thing that you cannot let go? What is that one thing that you can never forgive your partner for? Is it really something that you cannot or you are choosing not to? Because forgiveness is always a choice. And I'll tell you today, it is not a choice for the weak. Forgiveness is a choice we make every single day. When we are able to see the person who offended us, when we are able to interact with the person who offended us and say, I forgive you. That is what requires strength. That is why forgiveness is an action of the strong. And so when you call your partner babe, you should be willing to forgive them. You should be willing to have forgiveness flowing in your relationship. If you build your relationship on forgiveness, I guarantee you the conflicts the, the disagreements that you'll be having, the, the, the ups and downs of your relationship, you'll begin to see elements of growth. You'll begin to see conflict as opportunities to grow. You'll begin to see disappointment as opportunities to grow and build a stronger relationship. There are times when our partners will do things that truly hurt us. And I'm not saying that you become now all tolerant of any kind of thing, any kind of behavior that your partner exudes. But you should be able to get to that point where you show them, you demonstrate to them that you are hurt by this action, by this behavior, but you choose to forgive. Forgiveness is a choice that we constantly make in our relationships. And so, babe, 
Am I able to love you unconditionally? Babe, am I able to protect you? Am I able to go into your shoes to understand you, to understand your actions, to understand your behavior? Am I able to empathize with you? Am I able to show compassion when I call you babe? Am I able to forgive you? So when we call our partners babe, these are the three big things that is intended. But unfortunately, sometimes we lose sight of why we call them babes in the first place. So I want you to reflect today. When you go home to your partner and you look at them and instinctively just call them babe, if that is if that happens in your relationship. If you instinctively just call them babe, I want you to be thinking about this. I want you to be thinking about unconditional love. I want you to be thinking about protection. I want you to be thinking about forgiveness, empathy, compassion, trust. These are all elements that connotes babyish tendencies in our partners, which pushes all to calling them babe. And I'll take you to a small reflection about Christmas since we are in the season of Christmas. Does anybody ever wonder why Jesus had to come in the way that he did? He is the Messiah. He is King. He is Lord of all. That we know. He's the Lion of Judah. He's everything. He's the mighty man of war. We call him all these names. He's the Elohim, the El Shaddai. But this guy chooses to come to us as a baby. This guy chooses to come to us in a stable, in the most vulnerable of vulnerable positions. Why? And I keep asking myself every Christmas, you're a king, you're a messiah, you are God himself. Where are your guards? Where are your military? Where is your protection? Where are your servants? Yet, this guy comes to us in a stable. This guy comes to us as a baby. Not only the vulnerability of the child, but the vulnerability of the parents. The vulnerability of where this child was born. And so Jesus comes to us as a baby so that when we look at him in the manger, we are moved by love. We are moved by the willingness to protect that baby. We are moved by the willingness to forgive that baby. For whatsoever the baby may do, which is not right. So, I entreat you, as you look forward to Christmas, embrace Jesus. Reach out to that little baby in the manger. Forgive, protect, and show unconditional love. Look out to your babe in the house. Protect, forgive, and show unconditional love. That is what we exactly mean when we refer to each other as babe, baby in a relationship. If you have gotten any insight from this particular episode, I want you to do us a favor. Just hit the like button. If you have not subscribed to this channel, please 
help promote this channel so we can bring in more and more episodes of insightful conversation. We also want to see your engagement in the comment section. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know if you have any burning questions and we'll be able to do our research. We'll be able to come back to you with very insightful thoughts on how to build yourself, on how to build a stronger relationship and make this society better. The day is Monday and the time is 6 a.m. Central Time. Watch out for the next episode. Bum, 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 bum.